And welcome to episode 64 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. The Lakers sweep their road trip. But LeBron James, three straight triple-doubles. Are the Lakers leaning too heavily on King James? And then Kawhi Leonard is out again tonight with load management. You got the Bucks and the Clippers. It should be a finals preview, nationally televised game. But Kawhi Leonard is not going to be playing all that much more here on episode 64 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And then after the show, watch all the clips for exclusive content right over on YouTube. Subscribe to that YouTube channel and then give me all your takes right down below in the comment section. So I want all your takes on all today's topics right over on YouTube. But we've got lots to get into, so let's get right into it. Are you ready? Let's get it on. And we're going to start with the Los Angeles Lakers, who are the top team in the West now, sitting at 6-1 after sweeping their recent road trip. Yesterday, they were down 19 against the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls were hitting everything. Zach Levine, Lori Marketing, Kobe White. They couldn't stop him in the first half. But then second half, the bench came to play, and LeBron James led the way. LeBron James, his third straight triple-double yesterday, and he's the first Laker to accomplish that feat since Magic Johnson. On this road trip, LeBron James, he's looked like Magic Johnson with a cape on because it's not just assists, it's the scoring. Three straight triple-doubles. Look at these numbers right now for LeBron James. Against the Mavericks, 39-12-16. Against the Spurs, 21-11-13. And then last night, 30-10-11 for King James, who's now officially the best washed-up player in the history of the NBA. Year 17 for LeBron James. And a couple things are very clear about LeBron James. It's clear that right now he's fully healed. He is fully healthy and he's showing no lingering effects from that groin injury that forced him out last season. Also, he looks fresh. No deep playoff run for LeBron James. No finals appearance and that is going to bode well for this Laker team and also defensively. He's really bought in to Frank Vogel's defensive tactics and if you look at LeBron James right now, he's got a net rating of 96.4 and he's setting the tone for the league's second-best defense. Right now, the Lakers, they're sitting at 97.9. That's their defensive rating, only trailing the Utah Jazz, who they beat, by the way, at 97.4. But the Lakers lead the league in overall block shots per game. They're averaging 8.4 blocks per game, and that's thanks to Anthony Davis, and that's thanks to Dwight Howard, who's really showed out for this Laker team, has been a big-time bright spot. He's second on the team in overall plus minus at over 10 a game so Dwight Howard he's been a positive for this Laker team but here's LeBron James talking about the win right after the game well I mean we can't think about the finals even though that's an aspiration but we have small goals in mind and that's try to be the best defensive team in the league every night Um, obviously we took a step backwards in the first half but we showed we're capable of in the second half by just locking them down making them take tough shots even though they made a few but uh just trying to hold guys under the averages yeah, you got to be able to win in, uh, in adverse situations, and, and the road is always, um, you know, provides that. So uh, for us to come on the three-game road trip as early as it is in the season and take care of business, 
Um, you know, in Dallas, very great team. San Antonio, very great team. And then here, just a, a young and hungry team that is very capable of being on their home floor for us to come out 3-0. It's a good test for us. So we got a couple days off. We're going to need it um, before we get to play Miami on Friday. Appreciate you. Right. And as LeBron James said, it's all going to be defensively for this Laker team. And LeBron James, look, you still got it. All you guys call LeBron James watch. You guys are having a big bowl of crow right now because LeBron James, year 17, age 34, 35, he's doing the GOAT things out there. And, hey, I'm not saying he's the GOAT. I still have Michael Jordan as the GOAT. He wins another championship, though. We'll revisit that conversation. But for the Lakers to win a championship with LeBron James, I think nights like last night, that has to be an Anthony Davis game. The unibrow needs to show up against his hometown team. Last night, he goes 6 for 15, 15 points for Anthony Davis, a minus 4 plus minus, and those are the games where he's got to eat. LeBron James, they can ill afford to have him just burning up all the tread on the tires against teams like the Bulls. Yes, the numbers are nice. Yes, it's great for him to have a vintage performance, but if you're the Lakers, you got to keep as much gas in that tank, or I should say in that freight train, as humanly possible because, hey, they need to keep LeBron James as fresh as they can for the postseason. And right now, I think this Laker team is relying too heavily on LeBron James, and they need Anthony Davis to step it up. Yes, he's averaging 26 and 10, but he's shooting 46% and 25% from three. Made a beautiful three-pointer last night. Hopefully, that's a sign of things to come for this Laker team. But how about LeBron James? Not only was he savage on the court last night, leading that Laker team to victory, but how about him versus a fan in the stands? He really got the best of a heckler. Here's LeBron James. Listen to what he said to a heckler in Chicago. And yes, you heard LeBron. He says to the fan, your girl is embarrassed to be with you. I don't know, LeBron. Those seem like some pretty good seats. I don't think my girl would be that embarrassed, but how many times is that lady going to say AD? I mean, come on now. And also, look at DeMarcus Cousins. This guy's always down to get in a scrum. He's like, hey, if you're about that life, we can do this. But hey, LeBron James, Los Angeles Lakers, this is the start that they needed. But like I said, they're relying too heavily on LeBron James, Anthony Davis, needs to step up. And sticking with the Los Angeles Lakers, Anthony Davis last night didn't have his best night, but hey, he's had a great season thus far, 26-10. and 10. He can improve those field goal percentages and that three-point percentage. He had a nice three-pointer to ice it late in the game, but all the talk wasn't about Anthony Davis on the court. It was what he was doing off the court in Chicago. Anthony Davis was very candid about his upcoming free agency, and he talked about the idea of signing with the Bulls in the offseason. You know, it's nothing like playing at home. Playing at home. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I am a free agent next year, but what does that mean? 
And then, of course, after Anthony Davis dropped that bomb, the NBA rumor mill just exploded. Everyone's talking about, is this a real possibility? Anthony Davis joining the Chicago Bulls in the offseason. Well, he clarified his comments at practice the next day. Do you consider Chicago as a place for free? I never say I consider anything. What'd you, what, so what did you say? Uh, I said that you know I'm focused on the championship with the Lakers. Um, and, of course, everyone knows I'll be a free agent next year. And, uh, and I said, we'll see where it goes. Now, Anthony Davis to the Chicago Bulls. Now, some would say, hey, why would you throw away your career by joining the Chicago Bulls when you could stay with the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, hey, to me, the Bulls are looking more attractive every single day. One, it's your hometown. Two, you've got a promising young core around Zach Levine, Laurie Marketing, Kobe White, Wendell Carter Jr. You got Denzel Valentine, a lot of young talent. Also, you're in the Eastern Conference. You never know what's going down with the East. But if I'm the Los Angeles Lakers, I'm very unhappy about this. Because if I'm the Lakers, what did you do to get Anthony Davis? You trade away all your promising young core, with the exception of Kyle Kuzma, but you trade away the best players of that young core. You trade away Lonzo Ball. You trade away Brandon Ingram, who right now, he's playing like a future perennial all-star. You also gave up Josh Hart and some picks. And just a couple weeks into the season, you're already talking about the idea of potentially leaving to go play for the Bulls. If I'm the Lakers, this really rubs me the wrong way. I can understand why this would be very unsettling for Laker Nation because, hey, if Anthony Davis walks, I we've seen crazier things happen in the NBA. So any Laker fan, any insider that wants to say that, hey, this is completely off the table, you have not been following this league because anything can happen in the NBA. And if Anthony Davis were to walk and leave the Lakers just with nothing after what what they gave up, it would really set this franchise back five to seven years and put them in rebuild mode once again. So if I'm Anthony Davis, learn from this, address your free agency when you get there, take a page out of Kawhi Leonard's book, focus on the championship like you said, but another thing I didn't agree with was Anthony Davis saying that Chicago is the mecca of basketball. You know, the history and all the guys we got, you know, I mean, that made a league and even the guys that didn't make a league, you know, um, say New York, but it's not even close. And then you hear him say at the end, some people say it's New York, but it's not even close. And I agree with him there. It's not New York because it's Los Angeles. Los Angeles is the mecca of basketball today. Just look at the teams. The Los Angeles Lakers, the biggest franchise in the history of basketball, the glamour franchise of the NBA. And then you got the Clippers. They're in the mix now. Basketball is the only sport that rates higher than football for a major city as far as fan interest. And then just look at the players. In recent years, you got B.D. Baron Davis, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Paul Pierce, and did I mention the Brody Russell Westbrook, all L.A. kids. And Chicago, you can make the case. You got Anthony Davis, Tim Hardaway, Derrick Rose, Isaiah Thomas, and Dwayne Wade, and also the GOAT Michael Jordan played his pro ball in Chicago. So I get it. You can make a case for New York City, NYC, the Mecca Bass, Basketball, maybe not these days, but Madison Square Garden, that is the mecca of basketball as far as an arena is concerned. It's the most famous arena in the world. It's the arena where Kobe dropped 61. 
It's the arena where Michael Jordan dropped the double nickel. And then New York, they have their own fair share of talent that they produce. Guys like Bernard King. Guys like Connie Hawkins. Bob Cousy. Tiny Archibald. Oh, and then the best player out of any of these cities, it's from New York. It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The cap himself is from New York. Of course, he went to UCLA, then to Milwaukee, and then played with the Lakers. And so here's how it goes. New York, they were the mecca of basketball. Chicago had their run. But right now, Los Angeles is the mecca of basketball. And next, we're going to talk about the big matchup tonight in the NBA. You got the Milwaukee Bucks, the finals favorites in the East, led by the reigning MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and they go up against the Los Angeles Clippers. Yep, the Clippers, the finals in the West. This should be a big game, right? This should be a finals preview, nationally televised game, two of the biggest stars, except one of them is not playing, and it's Kawhi Leonard. And you know why? It's all about load management. Kawhi Leonard is not playing tonight, and NBA fans are not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. I hate this load management culture in the NBA. And Doris Burke from ESPN, she talked about it, how mad she is that Kawhi Leonard will not be playing tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. It's mind-boggling to me that Kawhi doesn't want to play against the reigning MVP, and he'd rather play against Portland tomorrow night on TNT. And... I believe the league has a long-term problem. When it pinches them, I don't know. Uh, But Kawhi not playing, to me, is ridiculous at this point. I I don't understand it. He is a great player. He is compelling to watch. If you've watched any of his games, he's been absolutely brilliant in the fourth quarter and won them a ton of games. Now, my first thought about this was, hey, aren't the Los Angeles Clippers and Kawhi Leonard, aren't they violating the league's policy on resting players? Well, apparently they're not because Mike Bass, a league spokesman, said Kawhi Leonard is not a healthy player under the league's resting policy and as such is listed as managing a knee injury in the L.A. Clippers injury report. The league office, in consultation with the NBA's director of sports medicine, is comfortable with the team medical staff's determination that Leonard is not sufficiently healthy to play in back-to-back games at this time. So the league came out today. They released a statement. Now, last year, Kawhi Leonard, he was 98th in the NBA in minutes in the regular season. And then for the playoffs, he was first in the NBA. He carried that Raptors team on his back and even said last year he was limping around in the locker room and Kawhi Leonard recently explained his load management philosophy and why he's doing it. Just want to be able to walk um, you know I'm strong when I'm done playing this game pretty much and um, you know probably my son motivates me to keep playing and you know once he gets his this age or once he gets the age to play basketball and able to you know play basketball with him still. So there you have it. Kawhi Leonard says he wants to be able to play basketball with his son one day, so that's why he's load managing. And tonight, yes, Giannis Antetokounmpo, that is a load, and it's going to be tough for the Clippers to manage him without Kawhi Leonard. And I just think that, really, they're depriving NBA fans of these matchups that they really need to see because, hey, you need to see the Clippers versus the Milwaukee Bucks. This is one of the top 10 biggest games of the year. So if I'm the NBA, look, fine. If you want to have 
have him sit out against the Memphis Grizzlies, sit out against one of the worst teams in the NBA. I understand that, but you don't do it when it's the Milwaukee Bucks on national TV. You strap it up, and you have Kawhi Leonard play in that game. Look, this morning, I wasn't feeling so great. Can I load manage this episode? No way. We got people out there that need to get more sports podcasts. So I couldn't load manage. Now, another argument I've heard is, hey, look at the Toronto Raptors. Last year, they were 17-5 and without Kawhi Leonard in the lineup. Well, guess what they're failing to mention? They were 4-5 and against teams above 500. So this is the Western Conference. And hey, if the Clippers, if they want to have Kawhi Leonard out, they're not going to have a high seat in the West. I truly don't believe that. Hey, if they play the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, that'll be seven home games for the Lakers anyway. But for Kawhi Leonard, hey, all I have to say is this. The only thing that he has not accomplished in the NBA is an MVP award. He has everything you could ever want. Championships, first team All-NBAs, all-star appearances, finals MVPs, but don't expect to be included in the MVP conversation in any of these GOAT conversations if you're only playing one-third of the season. Could you imagine if LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan only played in one-third of their games? They would average 50 points a night on 60% shooting. Michael Jordan, he played in all 82 games in his year 40 season. Never missed a playoff game. Look, LeBron James, year 17, he's looking like an Iron Man. Kawhi Leonard, you got to do what's best for the sport and start thinking about everyone who comes to see you, and you got to start thinking about your legacy because, hey, you will not be in that GOAT conversation. You will not be in that top 10, top 15 conversation if you're load managing in the absolute prime of your career. Uh, Last year was understandable. He's in Toronto coming off a serious quad injury. This year, I don't get it, but, hey, the Clippers, they clearly have a deal with Kawhi Leonard. I just don't want this to be the cold culture of the NBA because I tune in for the name on the back of the jersey not the name on the front I don't like where this is going players need to play and before we wrap here I want to hit you with a get more sports fact of the day we want to know which NBA player has played in the most consecutive games and the answer is A.C. Green A.C. Green he played in 1,192 straight games he earned the nickname as the NBA's Iron Man playing with the Lakers, Suns, Mavericks, and Heat. Won three championships with the Lakers. But that is going to do it for episode 64 of the Get More Sports Podcast. As always, you can follow me at DMAC underscore LA. That's at DMAC underscore LA. And then don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And then after, head to YouTube and watch all the clips from today's episode right over on YouTube and give me all your takes on all today's topics right down below in the comment section. But thanks again, guys. See you Friday, and I'm out.